These are tales of danger and the pursuit of endless riches. Adventurers and heroes from all parts of the world charging into the unknown, setting steel and magic against the most impossible foes, with each time wondering if this would be the last. Storms gather on the horizon, and evil rises from the waters of despair. These are tales of endless adventure. These are the Awakened Fables. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The Awakened Fables, The Cold War of Thogcha. I am Dungeon Master Sam, and with me today we currently have Addison, Luke E, Luke F, Michael, and Rob. Unfortunately, the second Sam is out for tonight as he has a bit of a headache, so any interactions or playing of his character will be done by yours truly. So, gentlemen, as of last week, your characters had been sent through, had been able to complete their particular mission to liberate the guild, uh, the guild hall to use as a staging ground for the rest of the members of um, Solvkling in order to begin the, uh, to yeah, act as a staging ground for any particular frontal assault on the Royal Keep. Now, after that, since you guys pretty much cleared that in worlds, like, 20 minutes or so, your characters have been recommended to head over to the crypts instead to reinforce the members over there as they were expecting there to be a fair bit of resistance from the ancient dead members of the, um, of the clan, yeah, sorry, of the city. Upon entering into the clan at uh, the crypts itself, um, um, Arithka apparently saw a black cat and this triggered his demon sense somehow and he took off into the darkness after it, which really doesn't make sense considering he has no method of seeing in the dark. But uh, we're going to hand wave that. Michael, did you want to... Sorry? Oh, you do? Okay. Who is it that doesn't have dark vision? I swear there's one. It's me. I don't have dark vision. okay. So I turned myself into something else. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, uh, Michael, did you want to detail any of your wacky shenanigans as you journey through the crypt hunting down a cat, or you just don't care for improv tonight? And now I have my demon now, which I think will enhance my ability to detect further things. Excellent. That tracks with every other cat that I've encountered anyway, so... <laughs> Alrighty. So, for the rest of you, the... Clan Coldstreak, sorry, Clan Solvkling has been going through and establishing the crypts in order to begin cracking through the floor of the crypt, sorry, the roof of the crypts to break into the Royal Keep and use that as a method to infiltrate into the Clan Sol uh, Coldstring, sorry, Coldstrings, um, in, uh, territory and try and perform a very decisive and early victory against the um against the opposing clan now for the past three days various warriors and um members of the clan have been coming through the crypts which have been cleared out in preparation of what's going on in order to pretty much provide reinforcement and also some heavy uh 
heavy um, support in order to uh, begin digging their way through the rocky surface and into the royal keep itself. Now, the magical ritual that was completed by Solturum and Norloth with magical power provided by Tinkrit, I believe, and also Will? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you guys have been able to surprisingly go through and redirect the wards which are lightly around the royal keep and in doing so you've been able to readjust them enough that you got your um infiltration thus far has gone undetected as far as you're aware plus you know you guys have been able to avoid being attacked by um aggressive wards which is also a good thing yes <laughs> so it has been three days and the rest of the clan are functionally getting fairly tired. As a result, there has been a bit of a mysterious illness which has actually been sweeping through the clan and beginning to strike down some of the members. They aren't dead, they just pretty much look like they're dead on their feet just from being incredibly tired all the time. Now, for this purpose, can I please get all of you to do a, con uh, a single constitution saving throw? Oh. That is a critical fail from <laughs> Addison. Ouch. Is it a spell? Sorry? Is it a spell? No. Okay. Um, Michael, I'm assuming that you're rolling that at advantage? No, that's my... Um, before I rolled, probably I was rolling for my um, freaking so for my... Uh, divination ability where I get to roll two dice and choose to use one of those instead. Yep, okay, got it. Alright. Okay. So, in that case, Addison, you have rolled a critical fail. Uh, Rob, Tinkrit has rolled a 9, Norloth an 11. Oh, wait, sorry. Norloth got a 24. Uh, Solturum got an 11. And Rithgar got a 13. That's 5. Yep, perfect. Alright, so Addison, you have rolled a natural one. Would you like to suffer the effects immediately or would you like to hold off on that? Um you know what? I'm gonna hold off on that. Alright. Let's bank that one. That's a rare one. Alright, let's have a look. Addison. Yeah. Addison is learning to trust again. He will be made to regret this. <laughs> I'm healing, but not for long. All right. So, in that regard, Addison, Tinkrit, and... Um, yes, Addison... Sorry. William and Tinkrit, the two of you, please gain a level of exhaustion. Right. <laughs> What's it from? Sorry? What's it from? What's caused this level of exhaustion? So, it seems to just be a mysterious illness which has swept through. However, the various mages and even the doctors and heck, even the hedge witch who has managed to be one of your numbers has been unable to identify exactly where this source is, uh, the illness is coming from. Maybe they're poisoning our water. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. 
Poopy poison water, yes. <laughs> Trimp just passes oh. another imp on the way. Evening, sir. Evening. Pooping, <laughs> <laughs> are you? Yes, yes, so am I. Splendid, splendid. Excellent. I have a good source of poop over here if you need it. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you go to conditions. There we go. There we go. There we go. All righty. So, Addison, how does Will's exhaustion tend to manifest itself, either physically or personality-wise? Uh, Will's a lot more irritable than usual. He's like, fuck, don't, fuck, please. He's got an all white. He's got a booming headache uh, and just does not want to a part of it, anything. Any, any noises, they're all too loud. Any smells, they're all too smelling. Sentences are on overload. Got it. And Rob, how about the same for Tinkrip? Tinkrip thinks uh, everything he says is funnier than it actually is. So keep him telling terrible jokes. Oh god, he's one of those. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, more than normal. You know, it's really bad when I'm exhausted at IRL. I'm one of those per people that actually finds everything hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So the group of you have been elected to be the current um, group to try and dig through into the Royal Keep itself. Uh, the various analysts among your group have advised that we should, you should be able to break into the keep extremely soon, but they're unsure as to the exact time frame. Now, up to this point, you, uh, it has been your group who have functionally spearheaded the movement through the crypts and been keeping everything uh, functionally clean of the uh, various lost and undead who creep through the crypts itself. So you've pretty much been working overtime for the past three days to uh, get all of this done. So I assume that the concept of uh, being one of the groups to actually do the provide the manpower and digging might not be overly to your taste, but... Um, at this point, you're close enough to the uh, wine cellar of the royal crypt that you can kind of taste victory at hand. Chaps, is there um, a mark that denotes the opposition clan? Are they wearing a particular colour or, or surcoat or something along those lines? Now, did we notice? Uh, those of you who were perceptive enough to do so, so that would be anybody with a passive perception of 13 or higher, you will have been able to uh, notice during your interactions at the Sanguine Table that the other clan usually wore the emblem of Clan Solvkling somewhere on their body. So it's basically a patch with what looks like a sword with uh, various stars around it on it. Um, right, I think we should... Disguise ourselves, chaps. And um, but what we can do is put like a, a color around our ankle or something that we know that everyone in this thing knows that we're not part of them. But that means we can move with a certain level of impunity. Mm -hmm. probably, probably gain surprise. That's true, but you don't don't you think that they kind of realise who's who by this point? It's been at least a few weeks. Um, not necessarily. I can read their mind and get their password. 
I mean, I, I guess, but just, I think, it's not going to be as effective unless we make ourselves look like someone that's already there. Well, I, not... can, do that. I can do that also, but... Right, I have, yeah. I have a disguise kit, which we can do exactly that. Then that's, that's an option, but I don't think, you know, just being in ourselves will exactly go perfectly. If it only results in a momentary distraction, before we slice them from their goggle to their zatch, it will be a positive, will it not? That's true. I guess any any time's good time. Can I just say, Tinkrit used way too big a word, for, way too big a words for, to, for being someone who's exhausted. <laughs> uh, the guys, the guys wear, basically, the guys wear helmets to sort of cover their face. Like if we just, you know. Now, Clan Coldstring is fairly similar in what um, Clan Solvkling does in that they seem to have hired a fairly eclectic group of experts and famous people who have a bit of a reputation. So as a result, there is no simultaneous dress code which is uh, present among all of them, aside from the, the wearing of the emblem of the clan itself. Tinker, get rid of your level of exhaustion. Wait, I'm curing that shit now. That's two casts of second level gone. Okay. Hello. Okay. Um, I'm going to disguise us, chaps. Right. Oh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll just turn into something small and can avoid having to do me thoroughly like makeup to get to begin with. Yeah, you can just be a cat. <laughs> a black cat. If anything, no, I'd rather be. I'll be a rat. A little bit less conspicuous. You and your Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, me and Chuck. Oh, me and Chuck. Is that a good enough deception? Oh, hang on. I, I get um, actually a D4 because of my thingamajigabity bobo. Uh, and common glamour weed. Ah, yeah. Yep. Is clothing imbued with harmless illusionary magic. While wearing the common the common version of these clothes, you can use a bonus action to create a moving illusionary pattern within the cloth. Uncommon glamour weave have the pattern rising from the cloth. For example, a glamour weave gown might be wreathed in harmless illusory flames, while a glamour weave hat might have illusionary butterflies swooping around it. Uh, yep, so that's an additional 1d4. You may roll that now. And that's going to provide a 3, bringing your ultimate outcome up to a 22, unless my maths is really off tonight. <laughs> Excellent, I'm glad to hear. <laughs> Alright, so, flavor it up for me. You're going to be pretty much a flawless um, disguise that you're going to be... Uh, it will be a flawless disguise that you're functionally making. So, Rob, what is Tinkrit doing? Tinkrit is making the little emblems to put on the on, on everyone's chest, 
and what he's done is memorized everybody in the opposition clan with a big nose and he's making false noses for everybody everybody's going on the false noses match the person that they're replicating so that was insane well, from your visual description, what I'm imagining now is you just wearing the stereotypical big nose and glasses of a disguise out there. <laughs> I may or may not have been heading in that direction. Excellent. <laughs> Made even more hilarious because, you know, Will, I can't imagine, would be um, happy to wear that. <laughs> All right. You're a rat, you don't need to be disguised. Yeah, no, no, no. Wow, harsh. All right. So, regardless of the disguises, Tinkerit begins to set about preparing for you guys to break through into the wine cellar itself. However, you guys do still need to go through some of the physical work to act, finally do so. So, uh, what would you guys like to roll for this? My recommendation would obviously be a strength, but if you can rationalize it, then I may be able to accept others. I'm saying, uh, do I need to turn into a rat yet? Uh, how close are we? Um, roll me either a perception or an insight. Okay. Perception is better. Oh, I'm not bad. Hey! And there's a nat 20 to, cancel, to balance out that nat one from before. That's better. Alright, do you want to use that or store that? Uh, let's store that. Store that. Alright, you are now one for one. Alrighty, so... You are using perception. Um, so you're definitely going to be able to pretty much give an almost exact uh, estimate as to exactly how you're breaking through. I'll leave the flavor up to you, but it's going to take you maybe an hours of work if you guys are able to work at peak um, at peak efficiency. Otherwise, it's probably going to take you about two hours to break through. So do, I, do, do you have any idea based on that role? how thick or how much stone is potentially above us um, that we have to get through. I'm um, not sure, do I? Um, that depends. Whether I should use telekinesis to try and pull the, sit, the, the floor down. Um, that one will depend on whether you want to take the chance of um, notifying the other people to your presence. Collapsing a ceiling in is li likely to be fairly loud. But if you are able to uh, do so appropriately, you might be able to uh, do so. I think if they're going to be banging and digging, it's probably a bit annoying. Do you have Moldo? Sorry? Do you have Moldo? Do you have Moldo? I thought we could no. maybe get closed and you opened up the hole. No, I don't know that. Hmm. So, uh, I, have, I, have, I have Moldo, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's, only, it's only a five-foot cube, though. So if we get a couple of we need to get through. Like, we get close, and then, as Luke says, if we're banging loudly, we give up the element of surprise. But if you just open a door for us... Hmm. Why, don't you, why don't you turn yourself into a badger? Tell myself into a mold, then. No, something bigger that makes a bigger hole. Yeah, a badger, or a wombat. I don't think either of those can uh, dig through a solid rock. <laughs> wow. 
All right. Um, so with that particular estimate, um, Will, you are able to ascertain that if you are willing to just break through and create a bunch of noise, then Mold Earth is probably, and telekinesis, magical means in general, will likely be the best method of doing so. You'll be able to do so in less than three minutes of work. However, if you are not careful, you may end up just caving the entire floor in. One, just um, notifying everybody as to your presence from the sheer noise and potentially causing uh subverting the various load bearing areas of the cellar above you and potentially collapsing the entire system upon you right well i don't i don't fancy uh collapsing a roof in uh are you guys happy to to take the hour or two to dig it through um i'm going to inspire you with a song i think all right that sounds good try and hurry things along give you something well, thank you. All right, would you rather do this quietly or do you want to just mold it? Quietly. Quietly? Yeah. All right. All right. Strength check, was it? So, yeah, in that case, give me a collective strength check, guys. Can I use survival? Is there any way that I could use survival for this? I will allow you use to survival, uh, sorry, to use survival under the proviso nobody else can. Um, survival in this case, I will rationalize, rationale, rationalize as your character being the one to keep an eye out for shatter points and the weak spots which could abruptly cave, cause a cave-in. Do you want to hear my work song? Sure. Yes, please. Work hard, boys. Oh, work hard, boys. Monsters dying everywhere, the stench of death is in the air. Work hard, boys. Work hard, boys. How about that? Brilliant. Good to me. Uh, it's got a yeah. shoveling, shoveling bit to it. Yeah, that's the <laughs> idea. Is your uh, inspiration D8 now? Uh, uh, standard yeah. strength check, um, Luke for Solturum, not strength save. But I was, in, I was inspiring Vart through performance of the Dr. Sam. Oh, yep. Um, uh, I, uh, not through inspiration, okay. I will allow that to be an inspiration, which can apply to y'all. Oh, oh, Luke. Maybe you should... So, Luke, you just rolled a two. <laughs> <coughs> but with my... my <coughs> I have a 23, is it? Yeah, I have a 23, that's how that cancels it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> hey, let's go to the one. Mm, that's true. I wasn't going to dig. Should I dig? I could make it worse. I'm minus one. Well, you can't do any. Well, you can do worse than Solturum, but it's unlikely for you to do any worse than Solturum. Actually, no, he can't do worse than Solturum because he has to redraw it. That's true. And you can't get a zero, so I wouldn't get a one. Yeah. Shall I dig chaps? I'm not very good at manual labour. Mate, give it a go. Otherwise, you're unionising, alright? I warned you. <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I? 15. Who has not rolled for this? Two. 
Yep, looks like they have. All right, divided by five. Looks like you guys have reached an average of eleven point four. How could you survive survival with you? Oh, Rithgar was allowed to. Okay, yeah. Wait, was was my 19 counted as a 24? Because I rolled that D8. Oh, sorry, a 23. It was not. Okay. Oh. So my song was useless. No, I said y'all get inspiration from it. No. No one used it. Yeah, no one used it. <laughs> I'm going to use mine. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I cracked 10. So we're rolling a, a D8, are we? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not inspired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just drop me today. I got a 7 in Alright, let's have a look here. While I quickly go through and readjust everybody's things manually. Sorry. Just freaking the man. Yeah, pretty much. Thirteen. Fifteen. Have you guys watched the the Great, the Great Escape? Escape? Yeah. yeah. You know where Charles, Charles Bronson is doing the tunneling and it caves in and he loses his tunneling cap capability. Remember that? Oh, I'm a bit worried about that happening to us. <laughs> I'm confused as to how you lose the ability to tunnel. Um, you fucking freak out whenever you're underground. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd do it. You've been buried alive. Twenty-one and Saltorum. Wait, where is he? Up there. Okie doke. Which changes our final outcome fairly dramatically, I dare say. So, bringing it up to, so it was originally an 11.4, bringing it up to a 15.2. <coughs> That's much better. Oh yeah, much better. All right, so. With Rifka keeping a careful eye on the roof above your head, the majority of you, Reed, uh, Will, and um, oh, yeah, Will, Rifka, and interestingly Norloth, uh, you guys are able to make some headway in destroying the uh, granite ceiling directly above you. After about. 40 minutes, uh, Will suddenly gives a shout as he... Uh, how are you uh, in digging through, uh, Addison? Um, hmm. I want to say just barehanded, but that seems wrong. <laughs> maybe maybe we've got some just some shovels uh, that's, that Rick has passed up to us. Yep. Uh, and just slowly digging down. Alrighty. Well, in that case, so shovels and picks going up. Um, so, yes, uh, there is a shout as Will impales the ceiling upon a pick and the pick abruptly goes through the rock in general. So, with that, there is a bit of a gust of stale air as you realise that there seems to be a fairly large expanse above you. With a few more minutes of careful digging, the group of you are able to clamber out into the now decrepit wine cellar of the once royal keep.
Right, boys, there's a rock, there's, there's wine up here. Is there? There is, but I don't know how good the wine's going to be. It's in this place is hundreds of years old. In case you were thinking of drinking it. Well, are they still under the right conditions? Um, so there have been countless Yolkines which have gone through here, as well as countless warriors drinking said that. There is very little in the way of usable wine. A lot of it seems to have just either rotted and there is a fairly distinctive musty smell which just goes through, permeates the entire um, cellar itself. Isn't that just a wheel? <laughs> wow, harsh. Harsh. <laughs> He's in a rat. He's in the shape of a rat. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll fucking beat you. I'll put you in the ground, man. Go wash out. Uh, Ristar, which one is your favourite terrain? I know you're using primeval awareness. I just kind of forget what your favourite terrain is. Arctic tundra. Sorry. Arctic tundra. Arctic tundra. All right. Um. Within one mile of you or up to... Okay. Give me a quick second. Also, Michael, your microphone is fairly quiet. Is that just me or is it for the same for everyone? Yeah, no, I, 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 it's very quiet for me as well. Yeah, if you're on a fucking phone or something. Sounds like... And now he's not talking to you. Alright, um, if any of you would like to, I guess, look for some wine, you may do a perception check or an investigation to try and uh, scope it out. Did somebody say wine? <laughs> Okay, oh, 31. Really well on this one. I've got a 19. <laughs> what are we rolling for perception? If you're trying to find wine, you can investigate if you'd like. Yes. I should have done an investigation. Alright, so I'm assuming it's just going to be the four of you. So, in that case, Addison, Will abruptly, his nostrils abruptly flare as he begins to smell a fairly pungent, um, fruity aroma, which seems to be coming from a, what looks like a pile of old rubble and mold. Uh, it takes a quick moment for him to just leap over and begin scrabbling through it. About the time that um, both Norloth and Tinkeret... Uh, how are you two um, attempting to locate anything? I'm using my rapier as a, a dousing rod. A dousing rapier. <laughs> Noted. Um, what's the room look like for um, so it is a wine cellar. Uh, it's fairly large. It looks like this may have actually once upon a time been the main wine vault for um, the Royal Keep itself. As you have a look around, you are able to ascertain that um, it has, mo like I said, has mostly fallen into decrepitude, but the floor directly underneath you is granite flagstone, pretty much the same rock that you've been digging through the past three days. In addition to that, you can see in the distance a small stairwell which is leading up. Uh, the stairwell does have a fairly 
terrifying set of stairs leading up just in how old and rotted they are currently looking. But aside from that, you're pretty much just surrounded by various piles of ancient dust and mold, which used to actually be kegs. Whoa. Whoa. It doesn't look like they're drinking the wine here. Mm. They haven't been coming down here. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go, go check this stairwell out. Um, um, how to prep it, is it? Um, Alright, well, with your expert eye, just investigating the stairwell right now, you are able to ascertain that it um, probably is unlikely to stand up too much in the way or if you are particularly heavy or uh, muscular, or if your uh, constitution is a bit um, bigger than most people would anticipate. If you're um, <laughs> rotund, there we go. <laughs> so it's an, it's an open stair, so it goes up into the ceiling, doesn't it? Or does it go like a timber stair? It's a timber stair, yep, going up into the ceiling. Um, you, However, it does look like there are a few areas which are a li little less rotted than the others, which could hypothetically uh, help a particularly dexterous person make their way up and possibly find a bit more of a safe point to aid their companions. Could I fly out? Yes, you can. Right. Do you want to say trim up? up because I can't take a rotor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip it up again. Well, I'd prefer to trim it to sort of run under any bad news before I go Oh, yeah, yeah. Trip will fly up and peek around, make sure there's nothing up there waiting for me. Yep. Alright, and when Trimp goes up, you are able to have a look around. At the current time, you, the cellar seems to lead in directly into a fairly large hallway. Um, Trimp is able to identify that there seems to have been several uh, footsteps through the dust in the hallway, but otherwise the hallway itself is abandoned. Alright, I'll... Um... I'll uh, initiate my wings of flying and take how how far up the stairs is it? Like how much rope do I need? Um, it's only about twenty feet. Okay, and I'll get no, I'll get up to the top and chuck a rope down. Yep. All right. Uh, what would your passive survival be? Uh, how do I look that up? Um, yeah, plus your modifier. Is that, uh, is that wisdom, is it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, 11. 11? All right. So the uh, the knot that you've used it does uh, tend to slide around a little bit. You are going to be able to help anybody who makes the climb up do it at a neutral roll as opposed to disadvantage. Can I try to do the usual tinker it bouncy bouncy? Bring an acrobatics thing. Tinkrit, bouncy. Oh, yes, you can. Sorry, I thought you said trimp for a moment, and then I just got the mental image of a tiny little demon oh. doing, like, the Mission Impossible stretch past lasers. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to hold them up. I was just going to um, try and see if there was a place to tie the rope, secure the rope. Oh, yep. Yeah. Well, that was the case. Well, that's kind of what I was going for. So, oh, namely, yeah, that your yeah. character just isn't that good at tying knots. Mm -hmm. 
All right, but with a 27, Rob, Tinkrit is going to be able to jump up there with no problem whatsoever. Do you want to flavor your jump up the stairwell? Um, yes, he bounces from um, bending rotten step to shuddering, cracking step. And as he lands, he puts one knee above the other, rests his forearm on it, very much in... Um, Errol Flynn style and, and wave to his friends. Come up, my friends, come up! <clears throat> Good friend. <laughs> oh, right. If that's okay with everyone, I might be tired or not. Um, can I just use my broom of. I just use my broom of fly and then just fly up there? Chop. Sure. That's, that's a, a very, very good, good idea. idea. <laughs> uh, can I just pole vault in the athletics? Uh, yep, roll me athletics. Um, Rithgar, you... Oh, <laughs> Alright, um, Rithgar, you are going to be able to successfully use acrobatics to make your way up with no problem. Flavor it up for me. What does, uh, Rithgar the Demon Slayer look like being dexterous? Sort of creepy. Um, moving in a way that should, almost like a spider, spidering up the sides of the walls and bouncing back, back and forth as he parkours his way up, but in a creepy sort of way. Scuttle, 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 scuttle. Noted. Alright, Addison. Will, on the other hand, is going to succeed, but only barely. Um, Flavor it up for me and make it just mildly embarrassing as to how he uh, doesn't go quite to the level of his companions. Alright, so I'm using my my new staff basically to pole vault. And as I put it down, I actually turn it into a tree. Because that's one of its abilities. You plant it in the ground and it turns up into a tree. So instead of pole vaulting, I basically am running and jumping off of a tree, leaving my stuff on the other side, so I'm going to have to go back and get it. <laughs> All right. And then, I'll turn it, and then I'll turn it into a spider and just crawl across, because I've changed my uh, chain of mind, and I'm going to be a spider. <laughs> so you can't see me anymore. Noted. All right. So... You are able to make your way across, and all of you very quickly emerge out into the um, hallway that Trimp had seen. Should one of us pick up um, the spider, so the spider can keep up? Can't we do the, can't we do the web sling thing? <laughs> no, Will's just a, you know, um, a funnel web. He'll chase you all while hissing. My, I got my front legs up and just chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> we could put him in a glass of water and see how long he can breathe for. <laughs> I feel like all of our um, non-Australian listeners right now are being a little bit horrified. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, funnel web spiders, Australia, one of Australia's most poisonous spiders, can actually survive underwater for up to 48 hours as they uh, use air which has been trapped in their, ha- their hair of their bodies. So, even going underwater in Australia in a pool will not be he- um, is not safe for you. The most venomous spider in the world, only fatal to primates and humans. Oh, really? <laughs> what an oddly specific um, venom. <laughs> Poison. We've been waiting for us for so long. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, a country without primates. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a really good point. 
So it didn't kill, doesn't kill marsupials, is that what you're telling me? It um, uh, paralyzes you. Great. But it's not non-fatal. Hmm. But it is the most venomous spider in the world for primates and uh, humans. Come on, you know. I'll go be gently. Um, Wait a minute, the blue mountains. I, put, I pick him up and put him on my shoulder. Noted. Alright. So, you guys have emerged into one of the main corridors, which presumably lead, is uh, one of the main corridors to get around the cellar area. Now, even from here, you can see that not much activity has gone through here, and even from here, you can also see that there is currently no lights nor torches, which are currently lit up, up on this level. So... Those of you who do not have night vision, which I believe is only Will, and I'm fairly sure his being a spider counters that. Um, no, you're not meant to be seeing a map at the moment, Rob. Okay. Uh, what was I saying? You were about to tell us what we, we couldn't see except for Will. Oh, I yep. can see spiders have dark vision. So, yes, yeah, so you guys are currently in a fairly dark corridor, and uh, that's kind of really about it. <laughs> Still, we're in a really dark corridor. Same with my people awareness pick up any, uh, anything demonic. Um, I sent you... Oh, sorry, demonic. You cannot sense anything demonic. Oh, sorry, just seeing a message. Yep. The fairy folk are here. The fairy folk. The fairy folk. Hey. Hey, what do you call a dead fairy? Am I about to be offended at this joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what? Uh, kind of offended just for different reasons <laughs> <laughs> alright so what would you guys like to do should we criminalize the So it's going to be Tinkrit, Trimp, and Riska. With and, and Will on the shoulder. <laughs> Somehow the spider is more obvious than the uh, than the halfling carrying him. <laughs> Just guards walk by. Hey, have you guys seen? Holy crap! Is that a spider? <laughs> hey, if I roll a second twenty on, a, on an advantage roll, do I get two? No, because okay. <laughs> you have done that before. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, are you storing or using the nat twenty? I think I will store. You will store. Uh, all right. Do I have to make a stealth roll as a spider? Just, just ask. Honestly, you're small enough and connected to you, uh, Tinker it that yeah. I'm fairly sure you just pass. Cool. Just check. All righty. So. Um, Riska, you have gotten a 26. T 
Tinkrit has gotten a nat 20 and by extension so has Will. So you guys begin to press forward through the corridor, um, apparently leaving your comrades behind. <laughs> now, even as you press forward, you are struck by how absolutely silent the local area is. Uh, even as you move through the corridor and move forward about through about three or four minutes and uh, encounter a fairly large room which looks like it was a barracks at one uh, fairly recently you are still struck by the fact that everything is completely abandoned uh, who's, who's gonna, gonna say, say it? it come on it's, it's quiet. quiet too quiet and then tinkrit falls down a trap and immediately dies <laughs> I go back and get so true. I have a bad feeling about that. So, what she's doing? So, I've gone back and got so sure. All right. And I'm going to investigate the room, see if I can find any sort of uh, explanation. Yeah, he's just... Doesn't feel right. Can I uh, uh, do an arcana check, um, Sam, to see if I sense any, any magical energy in the room? Uh, go for it. Yeah. Alright, so with the investigation of 17, Arithgar, let me have a quick check. Helps if I'm on the right page. Do, 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 do. Alright, so as you have a look around, you are able to very quickly ascertain that the uh, barracks here were last used about um, two days ago. Even as you have a look around, you can see what looks like various sets of food and so forth, which has just been abruptly abandoned and just left there. Uh, there isn't um, any sign of insect life, so it has nothing untoward has necessarily happened here. It just looks like everybody here just upped and outright vanished. Are there any of the same indentations that were found when I'm... Uh... We were following the trail of the old cottage. There are not. Alright, Solturum with a Arcana of 24. As you have a look around, you're beginning to get a nagging sense of power, which is uh, fairly close to you. You're not really able to identify exactly what it is, but it takes you a quick moment to realize that... Um, Sorry, to figure out that it feels like everything here has been deeply saturated by a powerful magic that you really aren't able to decipher. Um, roll me an arcana one more time at advantage for this one. A 19, very nice. So it takes you a quick moment before you are eventually able to place what um, this magic is. And I would like you to flavor this up once I tell you. You can feel that the room is saturated with an incredibly powerful fey magic. 
gentlemen, gentlemen can, I can sense an extraordinary power um, permeating through the room. It has the distinct feel of the family. Uh, it's been, uh, I've never felt anything, something that's a magic quite this powerful before. Oh, the lovely perfume of the fae. How sweet. All right, and how, do, how does Sol... Sorry, there. What is Solterum's experience with the Fae that he can recognize their magic? Um, well, they've been locked away um, in the in more remote uh, estates of my family who were ashamed of being because of my Azamar fiction. I um, came across the Fae in my studies and, and sought out... Um, uh, knowledge of them in the forests and uh, and mountains in the north northern lands of um, House Bickram's um, territory, um, and uh, realised that I was far too experienced to be dealing with um, those types of forces. But um, no, distinctly the, the the taste and feel um, of their of their magic. Yep, perfect. All right, so carry on, guys. All right, um, so the room, does it have an exit or is it just the, 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 the way we came in? So the room does have two exits at the current time. At, um, as you have a look around, you're able to ascertain that one particular exit seems to lead directly towards a um, fairly large set of doors, which have been even as you look at them now, seem to be somewhat ajar. And even as you get close to them, you guys can hear a bit of a strange hum emanating from them. Uh, once you do get closer, those of you with a passive perception of 15, you will also be able to smell a smoky smell as if something had been burning. I did. I'm going to convey to you guys telepathically. Um, I smell, I smell smoke. Something's on fire somewhere. Or was on fire, at least. Or it has some kind of fire fade connection. That is true. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> okay. Um, right. What do you want to do, chaps? I don't think I don't think me being a spider unless you guys plan on stealth thing, I think I might turn out of spider mode. I'm gonna remain in stealth, absolutely. Um No, I'm gonna jump out of spider mode. I am now a regular human. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then I'm going to use my at will action at will as in myself. Uh, no. <laughs> to to cast pass it out trace. Everyone's got plus 10 to stealth. Alright. Have I gotten you to describe how your pass of that trace looks before? Uh, no. Right. This is the first time I've used it. Yep. Did you want to flavor that up then? Um, well, it comes from it comes from the, the staff. The staff of the, the woodlands. So, it, basically, I slam the staff onto the ground and, like, kind of, like, a, a shadow takes... Uh, basically coats basically the surrounding area and it, everything's kind of a little bit more muffled and a little bit darker so it's harder to see in here 
And Rob has advised me that takes Tinkrit up to 43 stealth. I think I've left the universe. <laughs> Cthulhu is like, where'd that little shit go? <laughs> So right. everyone's passive passive stealth is gonna be 20 minutes yep all right so as the shadows flood out and the impact of the stuff re resonates on the ground you guys can hear that it echoes slightly around here unfortunately it doesn't seem that there is any particular reply or even a response to the sound as it as it goes through the um uh echoes around the chamber okay well, at least we're a bit more quiet now. Press forward for you. I'm tempted to do vicious mockery just to see if you can bring something out. It's going to come out. Bring it out. Can't you just send Trink in there to have a look? Well, yes. <laughs> if you're going to do the obvious thing, gah. <laughs> yes. In fact, that's a very good idea. <laughs> I wonder where partner's salty old boy. Well, you know, if there's a if, if there's a giant grand, uh, great fight to um, uh, hanging out in the next room, I think the last thing you want to do is to you know, get it angry. To call him fat. Okay, Trip will have a peek. All right, so. As Trimp flows through the door, Trimp gives a bit of a yelp as his tail brushes very abruptly against the metal of the door. And as he hisses and moves away, he stumbles into the room and has a look around. Um, so Tinkrit can see through Trimp's eyes, correct? Yes. All right. So what you can see in here is an absolute bloodbath. Around okay. here... Sorry? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Uh... You can see that this has been likely. This was the room that uh, Cleanse uh, Coldstreet had set up in order to act as the hostage room slash treasure room with the children, their artifact, and uh, Princess Iltla. At the current time, all of the children and the princess themselves li uh, lie slain on the ground. The princess as well. Mm hmm. Oh my. Now, even as Trimp has a look around, he buzzes back and forth. He is not able to see any current uh, living being within that room, but surrounded the door on the other side, it looks like there are several smoking corpses, um, which act almost as if they are still on fire, but he cannot actually determine any area that... Um, would keep them smouldering at the moment. The last thing of note that he will see is up on the podium that the princess's body is lying on is the artifact of Clan Coldstreak. Right. As soon as this is uh, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna get him to snatch it. But go ahead. I, I will convey it to you. Uh, Chaps, I'm gonna get him to snatch it and come back to us. I started grabbing my head and yelling, it's happening again, and charge straight into the room. All right. Trimp tries to snatch the thing. Yep. All right. So as Trimp uh, grabs onto the object, he is able to lift it up. It is fairly heavy. It's functionally just a golden orb. Uh, for us metagaming-wise, I would say fairly similar to the royal jewel of the um, English royal family. You know, the orb. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. 
that thing whose name is completely eluding me right now and it's bothering me. Uh, Trimp is able to pick it up. The holy, holy hand grenade. Uh, Trimp is able to pick it up with no um, ill effects upon him. Trimp flies back to you and deposits the artifact in your hand. No, not in my hand. Straight into a pouch. Okay, straight into the pouch. Right, lads, we've got the orb. Princess is dead. Have we done our job? Should we get out, or do you want to investigate? Oh, oh shit. shit. No, 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 no. I say, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> right. I think you, you kind of skimmed over the fact that the princess is dead. She's not supposed to be dead. No, she's not. But we could get blamed. That's what I'm saying. Let's get the fuck out of here. Don't. Right. So, Rithka, you dash into the chamber. And as you have a look around and attempt to locate a foe, the you experience a sensation that the air around you gets abruptly much, much colder. So this is a constitution save. Nope, just that it's getting colder. Um, as that occurs, additionally, Salturum, Tinkret, and Norloth, all three of you abruptly feel a sensation as if a immense force had just passed through you, leaving you breathless. Uh, you may do an Arcana or Insight to try and identify it if you are so inclined. Oh, I'm so close, it bounced off. <laughs> Alright, so a 9 for Norloth, a 17 for Tinkeret, and a 23 for Solturum. Alright. Now, it takes a, another moment for Solturum to identify exactly what has happened, but eventually you quickly cotton on to that exact sensation. Solturum, you are able to identify that the entire group around you has been plane shifted. Oh, not again. Bloody hell. Tinker, we've just been playing shifted. This is, this is yeah, the bro. teleportation stuff up all over again. I think I recognised it again. Sam, everyone, everyone, move the fuck into here. Sam, the corpse is completely drained of blood, and they are, but the, all of that exsanguinated blood, like, stored in some sort of massive batch. Sorry? Uh, are the corpses all just drained husks? Uh, no, they have just been rather brutally attacked. Any blood which has come out is just left to pool on the ground. I walk back to the group and tell them it's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's all fine? No, no, no devils, no demons. It's fine. Is he drunk? <laughs> There's something wrong with him. Can I? <laughs> I think he's just crazy, to be honest. Yes. Um, I'm going to try and persuade. Oh, no, no, actually, I can't use persuasion on him. It's not right. It's not the right thing to do. Riska? Is something wrong? 
No, it's great. It's fine. It's just dead. Why is that great? Well, they won't kill by demons or me. Excellent. <laughs> right. They're dead and they weren't supposed to be. Oh, in, in the greatest scheme of things, it's great. In, in the very specific circumstances, I accept that there are, there are some hurdles, but it's uh, no demons. Everyone relax. <laughs> So as your conversation is going on, the atmosphere around you is becoming markedly more cold until within just a few seconds of your the end of your conversation, you can see that your breath is beginning to fog up directly before you. Does, it, uh, does anyone have a fairy fire? Uh, yes. Well, that might be a good idea. Would you like me to cast it? Fairy fire. Each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in this green, a blue, green, or violet light of your choice. Any creature in the area where the spell is cast is also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Alright. Um, so, how does your fairy fire look? Uh, I flick it. It's actually just a bunch of like little fireflies that... Or have a float around uh, and just land on them, on the creatures, emitting a, a light glow. Yep, okay. So, when that occurs, you can see that the various fireflies begin to spill out of the staff and bounce around the room until they abruptly begin to coalesce at the immediate centre of the room. With your attention drawn to it, you can see a pale humanoid uh, begin to rise through the floor. She has a white silvery skin and even as she looks around the chamber, her eyes settle upon the body of the princess and almost immediately upon seeing it, the creature falls to her knees and lets loose a soul-rending scream of sorrow. It's a sound that you have never really heard to this particular potency before. So, can I please get all of you to roll a wisdom-saving throw? Does this cast a spell? Oh, God, are you kidding me? <laughs> Sorry? Sam, I'm not going to get around the first half of the kids. Can you roll for me? No worries. Let me get Solturum open. Do I get, do I get to roll with advantage and the DMs roll? No. <laughs> if anything, this is Is it a fear thing? What, what is the thing? Because um, I get advantage against fear. Triple disadvantage. Um, Give me a sec. Oh, wow, completely just blanked to what I was getting us to roll. Okay, wisdom saving throw. There it is. Um, there. No, oh, no, it's rolled twice for you. All right. So it looks like you have rolled a nine. Okay. So. Addison, you have rolled a natural 1. Norloth has rolled a 10. Solturum has rolled a 9. Um, Rob, I, for the purposes of this, will consider this to be a fear effect, but in outcome, it's more akin to sorrow, however. Okay, and I've got a ring of spell turning as well, but that might get me through. Does get me through? Do I say? With a unnatural 20, I'd really hope so. <laughs> All 
All right, um, that is one, two, three, four. I think we're waiting on... Sam, I'm going to use my 15 from before. Yep. Um, which will give me a save of 18. 18? All right. So, in that case, Addison, would you like to use your one or would you like to stash it? Let's use it. I'm not stashing two in one, in one game. That's... that's oh. Come on. <laughs> That's tempting the DM. <laughs> I've only just dashed one. <laughs> All right. So, um, Rithgar, Salturm, and Norloth. Uh, sorry, all of you save Tinkerit, actually. Um, fall to your knees and abruptly begin to sob with a resounding sadness over the idea that there will never be a ruler, king or queen who will sit upon the throne in this royal keep once more. Um, You have the impression that you must remain here to mourn forever so that at least somebody can uh, mourn the uh, royal lines. Uh, so yes, Rob, with a unnatural 20, you uh, do pass, albeit barely. Three. Um, I think I'm going to have to talk our way out of this, guys. <laughs> I say to no one in particular. We, we can't hear you, we're crying. Yeah. Dear lady, I've never heard such sorrow. I swear, if you're going to start an ABBA song on me, I'm just going to kick you right now. I'm not going to do no fucking ABBA. <laughs> All right. So, so despondent in her, so despondent in her grief, she does not seem to pay attention to your words. She simply throws herself upon the podium over the body of the princess, with her sobs just racking her body. I'm going to try and use persuasion to get her to listen to me. All right. Helps if I'm looking at the roll 20 screen. That is a 32. Alrighty. So, um, flavor it up for me. What is your persuasions? Uh, I'm, I again say, I've never heard such sorrow. I, I have never seen such a sad sight, such a beautiful young princess taken well before her time i understand and feel some of your sorrow but from the sound of it i could never plumb the same depths Alrighty. so either through just being unable to hear you past her crying or whatever um she does not actually seem to reply however with a 32 your beseeches are able to make its way through to your companions who begin to react and pull themselves out of the uh out of the morning that they have fallen into in the last few seconds um everybody you may now make another roll this time at advantage is that including me uh, you... No, not you. Yeah, didn't think so. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so, Norloth with a 17, Rithgar with a 12. And Addison is not rolling. Um, I am going to be rolling for Salturum, aren't I? 
a 9 and a 13. Alright, so this time, Norloth, you are barely able to shake um, off the effects, and even with tears just streaming down your eyes, you are able to stagger to your feet and uh, begin to regain mastery of your body once more. Yay. Does she look like she's human? What, what, what race does she look like she is? There is an ethereal beauty to her which doesn't look quite like any particular humanoid you've necessarily interacted with before. As you have a look at her, you can see that she does seem to have a fairly ethereal set of wings which are uh, currently draped down her back as if similar to a dragonfly's. Can I do a arcana or a nature check to find out exactly what we're dealing with? Yes, you may. Uh, which one would you prefer? Uh, they're the same, so... Fair enough. A 19. Ooh, very nice. Alright. I take it I'm still solid on the ball. Correct. <laughs> At least you're not asleep. Alright, Norloth, you are able to identify this creature as one being from the Vedaland uh, fairy tales. It is simply known as a Sorgadod, or otherwise known as She Who Mourns the Royal Line. She is an immensely powerful fae spirit, reputed to only appear within uh, abandoned palaces, and in doing so, those who are unfortunate enough to stumble upon her are basically left to um, mourn with her, at w and eventually die with her in her sorrow uh, give me a sec and I will put the spelling into chat for you guys there we go So, there are very few tales of anybody actually surviving a uh, Sorgadod if encountered. The only thing that the Vedalans really advise when encountering one is to simply run. Um, I'm taking candle wax and sticking it in my ears. Alright. So, in doing so, I... Understand, but that will provide you with a temporary deafened um, effect. What? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, um, I miss thieves can. <laughs> you miss thieves can. I use thieves can and I say. Basically, let's get the fuck out of here and stick stuff in the ear and pick up the crying ones. I don't think anyone else can understand you. Really? Yeah, it's Breeze who um was the one that spoke Thieves Camp. Uh, doesn't uh, nor doesn't Withgar? Sobbing. Bloody hell! Boom! <laughs> pick one up. <laughs> um, who who else is big? Who else is crying? Everyone's crying. Everyone's, Everyone's crying. crying. Everyone but Mandu. Okay. Can you drag, drag something? something? I will levitate one. Um, I could probably drag Solturum. Yeah, you drag Solturum. Bolt. Get, um... Rithgar. And I will levitate. Oh, if only we'll have to turn back out of the spider. <laughs> <laughs> 
Give me his natural ones. Um, yes, I levitate Will, and I drag them back towards the hole. Yep. All right. So, for the rest of you, you can experience the sense of um, <laughs> sorrow, which has been overwhelming you to this point, begin to leave and off the further that you guys get from the uh, Sorgadon. Um, it takes some time, but eventually, Tinkerit, you are able to um, get them down and into the crypt. Uh, sorry, into the hole near the crypt. <clears throat> Well, I, I actually ride the levitating one down <laughs> through the hole. Oh, that works. Um, are they coming? They've come to? Sorry? They've come to, have they? Um, yes, they are beginning to pull themselves out of their state. Do you, do you guys know what just happened? Maybe. No idea. Um... I was, I was really fucking sad, mate. I, 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 I can't talk to you, but I'm just so overwhelmingly grief-stricken. <laughs> don't understand. The princess, she was dead. And I'm still back there. No. No, what's his name? Bolt, Bolt had you. Bolt had you. Ah, Bolt dragged Yes. I thought he had soldier. No. Um, no, 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 no. I did leave you behind. <laughs> if then we should have. <laughs> Actually, it might have been a good idea. <laughs> um, yes, that's. This is bad. This is very bad. Um, I think we need. I have the orb, but the princess is dead, and I don't know who killed them. And I wasn't hanging around to find out with that thing. So let's go and tell the heir. Can you just do that over the sanity stone? Again, I'm glad I've got a team. <laughs> All right. So, with the adrenaline wearing off, uh, Tinkrit, you uh, can I? Yeah, you are beginning to notice that you're feeling substantially weaker than you normally do, and even as you pull out the sending stone to communicate with uh, Mikhail, you notice that your magic doesn't seem to respond to you quite as intuitively as you are used to. Um, so it, it just given the current state of mind, it is just Tinkrit who has noticed this. Um, anybody who has a passive insight of 14 plus, you will also, um, let me have a look. Uh, who does anybody have a passive insight of 14 plus? Yeah. yeah. So will Michael, sorry, uh, Luke E was it? Yep. Okay. So, Michael and... Yep, Michael, you also realise that you're feeling substantially weaker. Um, and... Yes. Uh, Salturum and Will, the two of you feel fine. Well, despondent, but fine. Right. I don't know about you guys. 
You don't look great, man. Do you wish that? I, I feel, feel like poo. Like but let's, let's get let's, let's get, get back. back. So we can't use the sending stone to talk to the. Um, as you attempt to use the sending stone, it just gives an abrupt crackle, a spark, and then it just, you can see the magic on it just abruptly die. Yeah, okay, so how are we going to get out of this plane then? <sighs> So by this point, I'm assuming you guys have been able to climb back down into the crypts. Yes, that's the idea. So as you guys have a look around, you can see that the crypts seem to have undergone an almost subtle change. Uh, previously, where it was fairly dark and depressing, you can see that various um, parts of the walls and so forth seem to have had the stone just outright replaced. Instead of it being made of a heavy marble, you can see that the various statues around instead seem to be depicting fairly realistic um, works of art this time going just full-on angel with uh, fairly distinct features and the various crypts and uh, sarcophagi instead are replaced with uh, marble instead of granite uh, this sounds like a salty's area of expertise uh, i will or perhaps norloff or perhaps, perhaps both, both. <laughs> What, what am I fitting? Sam, 16, what am I understanding of the changes that have occurred in the crypt? As you have a look around, you begin to investigate the currents of magic, the various ley lines, as well as the uh, ambient power which currently manifests in the world around you. At any one time, you are fairly tuned in, being a sorcerer, just having an innate knowledge of the world's, um, well, functionally everything. But... It feels like the plane shift has altered you thoroughly enough that you are no longer familiar with any of the magic that's surrounding you. You are able to touch onto um, a little bit before it abruptly overpowers your senses. So, for example, it's the magical equivalent to, um, I know, suddenly eating a ghost pepper. It's just very shock to the system. Um, however, in that brief encounter with your 16, you are able to recognize, again, the flavor as being potent fey magic. Um, can I do a religion check on the paintings? 13. You are not able to recognize any of the imagery that's around you. I'm a bard. I'm supposed to know this stuff. I've never paid attention in class, in history class. <laughs> As evidenced by that. Oh, a nine. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> All right. Um, um, sorry, go on. No, you get down. No. Alright. Um, Rithgar, are any of your primeval senses currently active, or was that just a um, thing that occurs when you choose? Uh, it's, uh, it only lasts for one minute. Alright, no worries. Alright, carry on, Rob. But uh, I'll 
trigger it again. Trigger it again. Okay. Alrighty. So, Primeval Awareness. Um, yep, so Fiends within one mile, since we're not currently within uh, an Arctic Tundra. Um, the population of Fae has increased almost a thousandfold um, within your senses. You can sense multiple beings, albeit none of them within your immediate area. Um, in enough of a population that you are fairly sure that if you were to leave the crypts, you would almost be stumbling across um, pretty much a fey with every step you took. Is there anything for me to investigate here, sir? Like, a, even just for... Hmm. Nothing's particularly odd about where we are. Like, a, sorry. Aside from the aesthetic changes, uh, yeah. there's nothing that really kind of pings onto your Rithgar's uh, demonic sense. Well, I mean, perhaps we, we, we should go out and look at the... It sounds like the, the, the castle, the old city may actually be on this plane be inhabited by the bay. Perhaps it's worthwhile... Heading out to see whether we can get some assistance from the fight. I mean, um, not necessarily hostile. I don't know. Well, I was thinking we should actually, I think we should actually go back to where to where the princess died, and I think that's what that's where we were when we brought here. I figure that's where we should be when we go back. I'm trying. Was, I don't think that, we ch is that where we changed? There? No, it was in the room outside. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was the room outside also. But if the Sogodot is still wailing up there, then we're going to be affected like we were last time. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Unless, uh... When we got up there, was the, was the corridor continuing? I mean, how far away from the room stand did, did, did we get our uh, senses back? Uh, it took you some time, but it was basically when her um, sobbing was muted for sound. So just using basic acoustics, when you guys had put a pretty formidable stretch of stone between you and her. In practical purposes, it was once you had closed the door and were in the room that you guys had originally entered in. I suppose we could plug our ears and go back in there. We'll go back that way. But that was my only thinking, just that we go back from where we came in. I can play um, a, a wee song very carefully and quietly. Um, they could do a counter charm. They could give us advantage, I think. What does it do? Counter Charm, at 6th level you gain the ability to use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects. As an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your turn. During that time, you and any friendly creature within 30 feet of you have advantage on saving throws being against being frightened or charmed. Um, Counter Charm is just a 6th level spell, isn't it? Uh, it's a bard, bardic ability. 
Okay. Starting at six levels, right? Was it a magical effect that, that, that she was, her, her wailing was causing? Was it a magical effect? Um, yes. I'm just wondering whether if I can get close enough we can, I can cast this spell magic <laughs> from a high enough level. What if he fights with sounds, just turn it off? I don't have sounds. Yeah, neither. Nope. I don't believe in it. <laughs> Sometimes I wish he did, mate. Sometimes I wish he did. I'm aware of that. I'm also a touch concerned about the impact of this plane will have on my spellcasting as well, as I would say. Yes, ditto. It didn't seem to affect what would be, what was the primeval, um, Rifka's uh, primeval awareness. Is that a spell or is it? It uses a spell slot, but it's a ranger ability. Same with counter charms that they're using slots. So, did the corridor go past it? I don't recall, I'm sorry. Yes, the go- corridor does go past it, presumably up into the keep proper. Uh, we could probably sneak, try and sneak past people. I think that may be the answer. Lock our ears. Lock our ears. Uh, I will do counter charm. I will try and sneak past. Mm, let's give it a go. Um, I will cast... Oh, never mind. It doesn't affect us. Just me. Never mind. <laughs> Noted. That will not help anyone but myself. All right. So, with the tiredness that uh, comes from having a fairly good cry, you guys begin to make your way back up into the um, up into the main corridor, and as soon as you open the door in the far distance, you can very faintly hear the crying of the. Um, of the Fae. Keep going, boys. Actually, what, uh, I might not use... Hang on, what happens when I cast it? Anything? No, but if it's a wisdom check, I might use Al's wisdom, which is an enhanced ability. Um, does I'm casting up anything? Add how many people I. Yes, it does. Um, so I can cast that at a fourth level and get three people to have advantage on wisdom saves. Yep. All right. And what's the visual flavor you'd like to apply to that? Um. Hmm. Oh, that's just ignore that role. Uh, my flavor. I basically I channel in uh, to everyone uh, the the experiences of an owl. So everyone now knows what it's like to be an owl, uh, and you're all wise. Yes, I already knew that. How? Because I was uh, wise. I, I thought, thought I was wise. Right. <laughs> so what you're saying is everybody suddenly has a very um, abrupt memory of knowing what it's like to throw up a uh, bunch of mouse. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fur and bones, yummy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on sneaking there. All right. So you guys begin to move forward through the corridor. The 
power of the fae just pressing upon your eardrums and as you begin to get closer you um will begins to manifest his power to attempt to combat her particular ability uh you cross into the main barracks and since you're only a room away you can directly feel the assault of the fae's um sorrowful uh sorrowful wailing upon your ears sam can i just ask my character is both a gloom stalker and a uh, what's the talks to the dead via the rogue via his roguish subclass. Mm-hmm. Does this have a stronger effect on me or a different effect on me? Um, I'm going to say no for these purposes. Cool. All right, um, Rob, you were wanting to use Tinkrit to use Counter Charm. Yes. All right. So as you get closer to the metal doors and can distinctly hear the wails of the Fey, Tinkrit, you begin to summon your ability to initiate a Counter Charm in order to try and stave off her uh, assault. However, as you try and grasp at the magical threads that your bard prowess have, uh, has lent you, you find yourself grasping at nothing as it feels like your knowledge and experience is just no longer there. So the counter charm doesn't work. <laughs> Correct. So with that you are now going to be directly exposed to her power can i get you all to do that wisdom saving throw obviously at the advantage that um uh will has provided to you really addison another nat one no please i can't hold that on me Apparently the uh, dice were um, deciding to call you your debt from last time. Yeah. <laughs> Do I need more than 20? Alright, let me have a look here. So, Norloth, you have gotten a natural 20. Tinkret has gotten an unnatural 20. Salturum, you got a 3... Wait, where are Salturums? Doesn't get any better, really. Uh, you get to roll that one at advantage, I believe. I did, lower down. Nope, yep, dub. Okay, you got a 5. Mm. And Will got a 12 because he... Oh, yeah, sorry, a nat no, 1. No, ignore that. I panicked and rolled again. And Rithgar got an 11. Alright, so Rithgar Solturum... Will, shockingly, um, the three of you are going to undergo the same experience that you did from before in that you are rendered incapacitated as you suffer the full onslaught of sorrow uh, coming from the Fey Lord inside of the chamber. Conveniently, Norloth got a 20, a natural 20. So Luke, did you want to use that or did you want to save that? Uh, I'll save it. Save it? Alright. Um, so, Tinkrit and Norloth, the two of you succeed. Uh, flavor it up for me. How did you two manage to resist this, considering you guys were the ones who did it before? 
pure anger and disappointment in my in my uh, party members. <laughs> I, I'm just kind of used to it from last time and used my arcana to just keep my mind focused. Yep. All right. So, Addison, you have also gotten a natural one. Again, would you like to stash yeah. or use? I feel like the world's telling me to stash it, but I'm going to use it. You're going to use it? All right. So the power of the Fae is overwhelming, and at this point you feel as if there is only her and her sorrow within this world. There is absolutely nothing that um, is more important than her and um, the experience that she's gone through and the thing that she's mourning. So in this case, the absence of the royal um, family from these walls. So, <laughs> try slapping the sword you guys in your chat. Um, what am I going to do with this? Can I try to persuade him before he does anything dumb? You will not be able to, as he is a little bit too far gone, and that's two nat ones he's done against the same effect. Okay. Addison, you can only see sadness as the way forward. Your life goal from here on is functionally to try and restore the royal family of this kingdom back to their rightful throne. Uh, most importantly, it also means that you are now beholden to the phase effect. And from here on, until such time as you can actively do so, you will always roll at disadvantage against any mind uh, wisdom saving throws or mind altering effects made by the Fae. Grapple and bolt. <laughs> all right so seeing that um will has staggered to the ground on the under the strength of his grief tinkrit gets bolts to try and grapple you um are you a fighter when you're sad or are you like oh, yeah. to accept it part barbarian i'm probably like raging <laughs> i'm so sad you guys <laughs> all right in, in something in that case, hit me up with a counter grapple against Bolt. And that advantage is called Raging. Yep, so that's a 19. Alright, so you are immediately able to break out of Bolt's um, hold on you. So remember a few days ago that Bolt had pretty much been completely locked up by one of the powers of the Lost. It looks like that came back to bite him now as he is still fairly stiff and jerky with his movements. You, bumbling booby. You do a terrible pile of bolts. Grab him! Alrighty. So, I get, oh, I get two fist attacks. Can I use my second one to try and grab him? <laughs> you may try. <laughs> and that 20. All right, Addison, um, do the counter grapple and let's see if you manage to get a nat 22. It does not. All right, uh, Rob, flavor it up for me. How does Bolt manage to grapple onto him in such a way that he can't break out? Bolt foolishly tried to grab him with his slightly mucked up left hand, 
but his right hand, he's right-handed, um, carefully and quickly grasps around the ankle of the crying Baba and holds him up like a chicken for the slaughter. Start walking down the corridor. Alrighty. Now, the rest of you, um, Rithgar and Salturum, the two of you are functionally useless at this particular point. So, Norloth, how would you like to try and struggle to get your companions to where you're trying to get them? Delusion and just put happy thoughts into their head. <laughs> happy thoughts. <laughs> um, there's an action you plan phantasm. Phantasm can manifest a sound or object. If you are able to roll a high enough deception, I will allow this. This is going to have to be an 18 or higher for it to functionally drown out the sorrow of the other two. Can I offer him assistance with the deception? Yeah, if you would like. I absolutely, absolutely would. would. Good <laughs> luck, you do. All right, so that is an outcome of a 23. So the effect of the Fae is powerful, but Norloth, you are able to summon up a similar level of power and are able to overpower her um, intent, her abilities. So flavor up what exactly what's going on. You are, again, beating the power of an incredibly powerful Fae Lord, functionally. Um... I, I guess, guess I just, like, cater to the happy feelings of Rifka. I just, like, have a bunch of demons in his mind getting and him slaughtering them. Oh, I was going to say that didn't make any sense, but yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Carry on. I don't really know what I do for Solturum. I guess give him his, his dragon wings. Because I know he would be... <laughs> Uh, that that wouldn't be there, there. <laughs> if, if you get, get through, through the door, you get dragon wings. <laughs> oh. So, yep. Sorry, go on. Yes, for Will, I just have his um, little plant friend growing up. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait for Luke to be a big old tree. <laughs> Alrighty, well, in that case, the power of the deception is enough that Norloth, through sheer strength of his own magic, is capable of um, shielding you guys from the worst effects of the Lord's power. Um, it's enough that you guys are kind of able to stagger to your feet, but um, Will is obviously forever changed by this particular onslaught. Um... You guys are now broken of incapacitation. What would you like to do from here? We've got to kill it. What? <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to do? Like we can't. Um, we're going to do what we're supposed to do, which is we've been paid to win this thing, not to go killing things that are nigh on unkillable. Yeah, but we need to get back to our plan of existence. So. Yeah. Who's to say it's through her? 
could be somewhere else in the cave. I'd like, like to get away from her. Alright. So, if that's the case, then I guess Rithgar will leave. <laughs> Not without them, but that's my suggestion to the party. What happened, though? <laughs> Perhaps, if, 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 if the plane ship was linked to her killing her, we would have taken us back to our plane. Do we know that? No. Um, Should have just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let me think um, about it to see whether I can... Sam? A 24. <laughs> All right. So in that case, I'm going to be seeing that you are using your magical powers to track exactly what's going on. Okay. So with a 24, you guys do recall my chart. A 24 is enough for you guys to pretty much set yourself out and initiate a superhuman level of effort here. So this is going to be a fairly powerful magical feat for Salturum which is, I guess, appropriate considering Norloth is still holding off the power of a Fey Lord. So, Salturum, you put to work your particular years of interacting and studying the Fey in order to try and ascertain exactly what has happened to you in the brief few moments uh, since you have entered this particular plane. And it takes you all of about two seconds to identify that the power that has brought you here is a very different taste, for lack of better term, than what the uh, Fey Lord in front of you is um, currently projecting with her um, cries. So, whatever has initiated this plane shift is far more powerful and not whoever this creature is. It's not. It, it's it's not the. It's not. It's not the fight. It's not the weeping fight that's brought us here. Unfortunately, it's something far more powerful. Um, awesome. Now, Sam, do I know whether uh, whether the, the our, our existence in this planet is contingent upon that being? Um, you know, being alive, basically. <laughs> or... um, hmm. With a 24, your existence in this plane seems to have occurred wholesale. So whoever it is who brought you here, it doesn't necessarily feel like it was a directed attack direct upon you. Uh, judging by the saturation of magical energy around you, it seems to have rather affected an entire area. And with a feeling of dread, you begin to suspect that it might not have actually been directly a spell cast upon you, but upon the city itself. So whoever was doing this has pulled the entirety of Thogcha into the Feywilds. Holy... Holy. All right, let's get past. Let's get past this. Um, this uh, sort of dog, and keep on moving up in the castle and see if we can work out how the hell we got here. I have a sense that the entire the entire um, city um, has been moved into the Feywilds. Yeah. What is this monster, by the way? A sort dog. Sorgadod, yep. Hmm. Never heard of it. 
Um, so just to, well, actually tell you what, um, I'll tell you guys while we go on a break, it is now 9.30. If you guys would like to take a five to 10 minute break and then we'll come back afterwards. Alrighty. So you guys are still in the same room with the Fey Lord and you have regained some semblance of your senses. Uh, what would you like to do to try and aid in your escape? I'm very much looking to uh, I'm thoroughly baffled by what's happened to me and um, looking to the others for, for leadership in this situation hey Rivka I think I think a demon stole your, your experience How's that, that make, make you feel, man? Don't try and cheer me up. <laughs> I know it was the thing. Oh, right. He's smart than anything. You realise that the listeners have no idea what we're talking about now. Can I throw my card checks in in the hope of rolling sufficiently high? Uh, to be able to have an idea of why suddenly I feel so fucking useless. <laughs> yes, you may. That is a 15. Nice work. All right. So, you, Salturum has begun to notice that his grasp of magical power seems to have suddenly waned in just the course of mere minutes, uh, functionally occurring with his transfer over into the Feywild. Um, you begin to mentally scour through legends um, of the Fey, trying to figure out exactly what might be going on, but as near as you can tell, you can only really establish that uh, you have lost a proper connection to the magic of the uh, material plane, and that is what is interfering with your capacity to cast spells at the moment. All right, I communicate that to the party. Um, we, we need to get back to the material plane. Um, we need to find out how back. This, I, 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 I feel almost incapacitated by the effect of this plane. Well... I understand what you're saying. You're saying it's effective magic, and yet many of my stealthy skills seem to have disappeared. I can remember having them, but not how to do them. I try to cut my shadow and just look in shock at my head. It'll be the same effect. It'll be a similar effect on all of us. Um, I would think that this plane will have um, caused us to. to, to, to would have caused us to be impaired. It's like being, it's almost like being drunk um, in terms of the effects on our capabilities. I don't know, I feel fine. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. I feel great. Wow. And I, and I cast, and I, and I cast a, uh, a fifth level spell. <laughs> well, 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 why is that? That's just bizarre. What have, what have you guys... What, 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 what did what occurred with us that didn't happen with you guys? Honestly, I've I've got no idea. Yeah, we've all been we've all been to the same places, done the same things, eaten the same food. Don't know. Stop being so fucking proud of it then. 
Look, it's it's kind of funny that, you know, you guys obviously have more experience than I. Uh, been on, you've already done some other stuff with your, with your life, and now, now that it is useless. Useless? You can't even cast a fireball anymore, Saltor. <laughs> the scream of rage could be heard across all planes. <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it randomly chose, can I choose the spells that get knocked off? Because at the end of the day, I just randomly chose those completely fucking useless spells. Um, I will be generous and allow those of you who um, have lost spell slots to reselect their spell slots for the day. Sam, can I be keeping close track of our passage as we go and just sketching it map? Uh, yes, you can. Um, has Trimp gone? That one is going to be reliant on your overall spells. Um, I'm going to say here that your outright familiar familiar magical bond with Trimp has gone. So he is here functionally just because he likes you. If he is dismissed, then you will be unable to resummon him until you get that spell back. Thank goodness. Trimp, we've had so much fun together. Let's continue. He remembered all the times he wanted to, uh, to unionize. He was a figurehead. He was like the poster child, alright? <laughs> alright, so you guys begin to move out of the main treasury t chamber and the complete carnage of the children and the princess just being left behind you along with the mournful whales that you are barely able to struggle through as you flee to escape um, the royal keep. You begin to head out and up the untaken passage at this point which immediately emerges into the main area. Um, those of you who have a either noble lineage or a history of 14 plus you will be able to identify this as the entry hall um just by the standard architecture and structure this is the standard entry hall i can tell by the architecture and structure right <laughs> the structure and the architecture and, and, my, and, my, and my noble birth <laughs> adds one to uh rob's nat one tally <laughs> <laughs> You've not hurt me enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's let's find our way out of this predicament. All right. Try and stealth. This should be funny. <laughs> oh yes, a twenty-one. 
which I suppose compared to what you're previously getting is still, uh, you know, sad. But on the other hand, for everyone else, three earlier today. <laughs> it's true. Oh yeah. All right, and a ten for Rithgar. So, Michael, do you vaguely recall what um, Rithgar was able to attain before with his stealth? Uh, mid twenties. Mid twenties. All right. Um, in that case, what is the change here? Like, what is he not compensating for, or unable to really handle? I'm still quite stealthy, and I still have a clever Gabelvin kind. So I think it's more just the um, being thrown off by this innovation that's flowing through me, and the uh, the just feeling so powerless. Oh yeah, I've got a too. Go ahead. Uh, just stumbling through. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, oop. I was just seeing if I could get higher just in case. Ah, oh, got it. Because I had advantage, but no, I could not. <laughs> Alright, so you emerge out into the main entrance hall of the Royal Keep. Directly in front of you are the um, the wall. Oh, sorry, the door. The immense doors which would lead to the outside. You know from uh, your various um, time s- stealthing and um, surveilling the city that if you go directly out of that, that will take you through to the top layer of the city itself. Um, you will also enter in directly into the middle of fortifications, which have been set up to support the Royal Keep. Trim, would you be so kind as to do a bit of scouting around? You can't see him anymore. <laughs> I can see him. I thought he was invisible. I know where he is. <laughs> His general direction. Alright. Uh, I, I just can't, can't read summon him as the sound was saying, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Alright, and also because I'm fairly sure that was part of the familiar bond, I guess that means you wouldn't be able to see through his eyes as well. Uh, yep. Yep. Alright. So, um, in order for Trimp to do some scouting, he pretty much darts away through the uh, nearest um, window, which is fairly shattered by this particular point. Um, in the meantime, the rest of you, this particular door seems to still be heavily sealed and is also made out of the same strange metal that was found downstairs. Um, in order to move it, you guys are probably going are going to have to do a stealth, uh, sorry, a strength check in order to just outright push them open. Don't look at me. All right, all right. Or a seven, sorry, five from Rithgar or a seventeen from Will. All right, so Will moves forward and begins to push on the doors. There is a shrill grating sound of metal scraping against stone, and you can see that the doors are budging just at a very slow rate. It's going to take him quite some time to actually open them at this particular pace, or he may be able to get help from the rest of the party. No one else is particularly strong, but the strongest of you, which I believe is so true, uh, if you would like to give it a go. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> it's catchy. As Solturum has just rolled a natural one. 
to open a door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use it. I, I feel uh, um, some unconscious things coming on. I just see it as Will we'll push it and Soltorum just, just goes up and pulls it back. <laughs> just seesaws between the two. Alright, how can I do this? Alright, so... Either... <clears throat> so, Soltorum steps forward and begins to lend his aid to uh, open the gates. But as he steps forward, either due to his... Um... I suppose the strangeness of the surroundings. As you step forward, you experience your magic abruptly letting loose from you in a magical surge like you've not really had to deal with since you were a neophyte mage. Now, in doing so, there is an abrupt crack of thunder and a burst of heat, and the doors directly in front of you abruptly glow. Um, there is the sound of lightning... And what is Solturum's Arcana modifier, Luke? Plus three. Plus three? All right. All right. Will abruptly takes five um, lightning damage as electricity courses through the door. Um, after the flash fades and you all look up once more, you can see that the door itself seems to have welded itself very thoroughly shut. In addition to that, uh, Luke, can I get you to do a D100 roll? That is a 32. Alright, so with the additional magical wave, after the lightning um, flares through and you guys have had that moment to, I guess, mentally process that lightning just and fire just burst out of Salturum um, uncalled for, there is a strange popping noise and as you have a look around, you are abruptly met with the sight of cabbages just bursting out of the rock and growing fully form for a, a 30 foot radius around Solturum. It could have been worse. Man, you're hungry. Well, how's everyone's provisions? Maybe we can make some stout bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of enough sour here. So... Okay. <laughs> Really? I thought, I thought it was salt that you guys had in abundance right now. Well, how do you think you make sauerkraut? Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we going to do now? Manage to successfully weld the door shut. Um, climb out of the window, I imagine. That's going to go, that's going to go well. You have a look around and quickly eye off the nearest window. It is about 10 feet above where you currently are and would require a fairly dexterous feat of, um, well, acrobatics to get up and through. I'm going to try. Up I go. Alright. 
Wow, it's weird seeing Tinkrit score low, lower than someone on a dexterity skill. People are rolling one of the dexterity skills to climb out a window. That's 10 feet above. Right, um... If I make it up, I'm throwing down a rope. Uh, I'm just going to use my privilege line again. Hey, um, yeah, like, how long has it been since we came up through the, the hole in the, um, into the cellar? Uh, the first time? Yeah. I'd probably say about an hour by this point. Alright, so... Acrobatics. Both Rifka and Will, the two of you are going to be the first up to the window itself. Um, Tinkrit, it takes you a little bit longer as you feel like your hands are a little bit more leaden, a little bit more heavier, and a little bit more difficult to manipulate compared to what they used to be. So, um... It only takes a few minutes, however, for both Will and Rithgar to climb up to where they are. Um, Michael, you said Rithgar was going to lower a rope? Indeed. All right. And with that particular rope, he is going to be providing the help for the rest of um, everybody to climb up. So the five of you clamber up to the sill and have a look outside into the open air. And what you can see from here is... The entirety of Thogcha currently below you from the perspective of the Royal Keep. As you have a look out onto the horizon, you can see that the sky above you seems to have gone from the crisp blue of an autumn day to a deep golden brown. It's a fairly comfortable looking color, but it's odd enough that it fills you with a sense of unease. Now, as you have a look towards the west and the east from this, uh, sorry, the West, south, and east, you can also see that the city, as opposed to being um, surrounded by the frozen tundra before, has now is now in the middle of what looks like an immense forest with trees sprawling up higher than even the city itself. And even between that and you, you can occasionally see that the river to the south seems to be rocking back and forth, almost akin to a tempestuous sea, as opposed to the calm uh, river that it was before. Oh, yeah. Extra like sun. Right, what are we going to do? Should we check the rest of the palace, you guys? Mm hmm I was thinking we go, we go find uh, our, our clan, a group. How do we know they're here? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Go to where they should be and find out if they're here or not. All right, let's just try that. All right. At least so, if we find them, we will um, we'll have at least someone to talk to, see if they know what's going on. Or someone to stab. <laughs> I can't imagine you think it's any of their faults, really. Well, who? Yeah, I don't know. I'm oh, sorry, yes. MTA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you all very quickly make the climb down from the, um, 
from the window that you are in, just in time for Tinkrit to make his way back and gibber at Tinkrit in Infernal. Yes, sorry, that one. Don't mind me. Alright, so he passes on the message that apparently the area that you're in does is definitely not the material plane and he begins to report sightings of various um fey beings who are flying throughout the city and for the most part seem to be making outright nuisances of themselves across the uh various thresholds and courtyards of the um city itself he reports that he has not actually seen any human presence however but he was not really able to make it as far as the dock area before he felt it prudent to come back okay so what, what did he see at the dock area did you see trinity old boy he hasn't seen anything he didn't get that far oh you chickened out okay i understand <laughs> I'm feeling like doing the same thing. Don't worry about it. Just position. Go down. May as well make it to the thing. See if at least all of the stuff is there. Because I assume we've left some of our shit here. Alright, let's go. Uh, wings are flying. Sorry? Do we need to climb down the same? Uh, you... Do, but with the rope, you are basically just able to drop down fairly safely. Alright, so based on the current time, it is fairly late afternoon, judging by the sun, which is currently setting in the uh, western part of the sky. Now, it's going to, you guys very quickly realize that it's going to take you until after nightfall to get back to the um, warehouse itself. Um... In the distance, you can see that the night sky is beginning to appear on the eastern horizon, as opposed to it being a dark black. This one seems to be a deep aqua color. Okay. okay. Um, onward. Onward. Right. So you guys are going to be going through a apparently unfamiliar... Well, in terms of uh, the threats and so forth city now so um in order to make your way through safely can i please get a survival i'm going to re-roll that sam Yep, using my lucky. lucky. I am still lucky. Lucky. That's lucky. Expecting a one. Well, luckier than a one, yeah. Okay, let me very quickly count those up. All right, that is a fifteen from Will. A 12 from Tinkerit. What was a nat 1 has been turned into a 23 by the uh, Lucky. A 16 from Solturum and a 17 from Norloth. Honestly, you guys actually rolled that really well. To an average of 16.6. All right. So you guys begin to make your way through the city and... Uh, 
taking great care to ensure that you don't really attract any undue attention. As the hour goes by and night begins to settle in, you can see that the stars in the sky seem much bigger than what you're accustomed to and also tend to glow a fairly uh, vivid pink color. On the occasion, if as you look up, you also do see that the stars do seem to just outright move in the sky as if uh, completely sentient and preferring to dance across the night sky as opposed to remaining seated si- uh, where they are. Now... This place is incredibly irritating. <laughs> yes, I concur. <laughs> now, as you go through the city, you can see various unfamiliar creatures which are currently making their way and uh, causing havoc across the city itself. Uh, what, in are partic- they, what are they doing? Yeah. For the most part, it seems to just be petty uh, petty destruction. So the destroying of any glass windows that have survived. A few uh, mischievous things. Some of them have paint and so forth. You can see that a few of them seem to be going through and doing a few more malicious stunts, on the other hand, in that they seem to be outright setting up traps uh, here and there. Um, some of them to lead to outright spikes so that they'll collapse under um, the weight of whoever steps on them, while others seem to be relying on a few strange um, herbs and mechanic and medical things that they seem to have been bringing in with them. Right. And we're trying to keep out of view of these creatures. Presumably. Yes. Alright, so after travelling for about 40 minutes down the um, down through the second ring, past the guild hall, you are getting in the general vicinity of the warehouse before you hear your names being co- uh, whispered from a nearby corner, and you guys can see Breeze just abruptly waving to you, trying to get your attention. So I told you everyone else was teleported. Alright. Are you So Breeze pulls you guys into a fairly dark corner, having a quick look around before he abruptly turns back to you guys. Have um do you know what's going on? It, the sky suddenly just changed colour and all of us were here. No. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. We think we're in the wild fang. The, the, the Feywilds? Yes, that even. Hmm. Why, why would you think that? I should feel this in the air. There's just Fey creatures everywhere. (laughs) So, he gives you a bit of a wide-eyed look before he shrugs. Well, it's a better theory than I've got going. Um... I've not been back to the warehouse yet. You're, you're the first familiar faces that I've been able to see. Have you seen anyone else? No. Hmm. Oh, there was that lady back there. She wasn't She's alive. alive. We, we, we told Rose about how we got into the the fourth, the uh, the room, the Sogodon and the murdered princess and children. 
So as you tell your tale, his eyes just get wider and wider. And by the end of it, he's just looking completely paled at the um, description. So that was a fae... That sounds like a very powerful creature, but I can't believe you all managed to get away from that. Um, do, I, I don't know. Do you have any idea why they've pulled us into the fae wilds? To be honest, fucking no clue. What what purpose do we have being here? Like, can't imagine. Does anyone know if this is usual for their tradition? Somehow I think not. I came here because there's something hidden in this city. I didn't care about the job. I just needed to get it into the city. I don't know what's hidden in the city, but it's uh, I don't know if it's a who or a it. I assumed it was a demon, but it's... Uh, yeah. So, certainly there is something powerful here. Right. That, that's, that doesn't sound good. I assume whatever you are chasing might have altered where we are. Mm. That's one possibility anyway. <laughs> well, maybe if we return back to everyone else, we can figure out a way out of here or at least figure out what they want. That's where we were heading. All right. I, I, I slap Breeze. Okay. All right. As you slap him, he just his head recoils for a moment before he just looks at you again, wide-eyed. The hell was that for? Look, I have a very tenuous grasp on reality at the moment, and I'm feeling rather upset about what's happening. And I think I just want to make sure that you were who you said you were, because uh, you're asking a lot of fucking questions um, and seem relatively calm about the fact that we've plane shifted into an entirely different um, plane and substantially lost our powers. I just want to make it sure it was due. And that was some illusion, some fake bullshit. He just stares at you in abject confusion um well I, I can begin yelling and screaming if you want me to but i don't think it's really going to be much help for us right now if you but i'm perfectly willing to begin freaking brace, out brace, 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 um, all right so he settles down with a bit of a grumble and you guys are only about four or five blocks away from um, the warehouse itself. So, um, how would you guys like to progress there? Stealthy-like. Stealthy-like. All right. Remaining as before. All right. So, being... I'm going to just use the, the outbuild to give us... Uh, what's it called? Uh, pass that trace again. I can do that infinitely, which is absurd. <laughs> yeah, it's a good weapon. We um used kind of an upgraded version of it and turned it into a legendary item in the last season. Oh. Just, you know, be fancy. Very nice. Alrighty. So, uh, what, how would you guys like to proceed in terms of order? Sorry, who wants to take point, I guess, is the question I'm asking. I suppose that's Trim and I still. Mm-hmm. 
thing I have advantage. Do you want me to roll again or not? Um, survival, sure. Oh, sorry, um, stealth. Yeah. <laughs> Just be glad I didn't say nature. <laughs> okay, a 16. And a 17 is the final outcome. Very nice. Alright. So, how do you leave the dark alley and begin to lead the party to the warehouse? I turn around and I'm not there again. Fuck, you can still do it. <laughs> um, that's what I think they're going to say when I'm congratulating myself. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, who goes and, second? And I move forward further towards the warehouse. Yep. Being careful Okay. And second? Uh, I'll, I'll go second. second. All right. Uh, stealth, survival, or how do you want to get there? Uh, stealth. All right. All right. That is a. Did you mean to do that one at uh, advantage? Oh, yep. Okay. So that's a 24 in stealth. Um, that technically makes you stealthier than Tinkered at the moment. <laughs> Makes him a 34. Oh, yep, 34. Yep. Alright. So, flavor it up for me. How do you disappear and make your way to the warehouse? Just feel like some of, them, some of, the, some of the confidence coming back and the, as I'm starting to shake off the, the effect of the, um, of the Sogurin as well. It's just uh, being a lot more cautious, a lot slower than last time. And uh, making my way through, hugging the shadows. Excellent. All right, and third. Uh, I'll go third. All right. I'll do a stealth as well. So I'll have a twenty. Twenty. All right, a natural twenty. Okay, how do you make your way? Um, following up behind them, I'm just basically erasing their footsteps if they leave any of that. <laughs> kind of what I'm going to do, but just kicking them out of the dust. And just basically following in their path. See, my mental image was you just like pulling out a dustpan and just muttering as you clean up the <laughs> footsteps. All right, and fourth. You should probably go fourth. I'll take the rear guard just in case. Maybe. Yeah. Alright, um, I'm just wondering whether I should cast that as a bit of myself. I can maintain it for an hour. We've got a plus 10 to stop anyway. I do. Really? Yeah. Did you go Oh, yep. Give me a sec. I'm going to have to reload your character so it goes back to where it's properly meant to be. Alright, stealth, there we go. And, ooh, that is a 19, very nice. Alright, how, how does Solturum get, disappear and go forth? It's 29. Oh, 29, sorry, go on. Herp de derp derp. I used the uh, wings of flying, which are deep black to um, wing my way through the shadows. Um, dodging any errant bay that are around until I get to the warehouse. Yep. 
All right, and Nolov. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All right. So, how does Norloff get there? Keeping the shadows and kind of just looking behind him every now and again, making sure nothing takes off. Excellent. All right, and with that, the rest of you are eventually able to assemble at the warehouse. Give me a second, guys. Okay, so as you begin to approach the warehouse, you guys can see there are still signs of life here, as you can see a few of the other warriors who make up the chosen um, clansmen of the clan uh, Solvkling, which are currently moving around. Um, as you get closer, you can hear them very loudly beginning to argue with one another. Uh, one of the conversations simply being that it is unnatural and that the gods are angry about the color of the sky, but the overwhelming thing is that um, apparently the prince and his uh, manservant Puck seem to have disappeared. Puck the bard, the ugly bard. That's the one. Right. Where's, where's the, the Earl? What happened to him? Anyone here know? I say out to the room. All right. Give me a sec while I look at the list of names we have. Not that one, not that one. Paper. Yep, lots of paper here, guys. I'm going manual. And even worse is I'm not keeping it in order. <laughs> nope, we're good. Alright, so, um, Addison, it's Will who goes forward and demands to know what happened to the prince, was it? Yeah. Alright, so, Solothime, the one who you guys had uh, pretty much nominated to be the advisor, is the one who come, uh, very quickly hurries up to you, and he looks very harried as he moves forward. <sighs> so, you, you, the prince hasn't been with you, he says very sharply. Why the fuck would that lazy bitch be? So his face begins to cloud over even further. It has been about three hours since we've seen the prince and his uh, and the bard. We we don't know what's going on. It's only been about an hour since the sky changed, and we have no idea whether the prince is safe or not. We um, he stops for a moment, then he looks at you all curiously. Weren't you assigned to be handling the crypt? Yeah, you were. What of it? The prince did advise that he was going to go towards uh, the operation so he could check on the progress. Right, well, we didn't see him there, did we? He came back, he wasn't there. So... Which way did he? Sorry? I think we need to find this fucker. Let's just track him down. Yes. I, I fear um, that the, the bard is not what he appears to be. Should we also tell them about the princess being dead? Yeah, probably. 
Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Princess is dead. We have, the, we have the artifact. You're not getting it. We've hidden it somewhere. You're not getting it until we find Prince and get back to where things are I suggest you give us a hand finding that bar, who I suspect may be something else. In fact, tell us what you know of that bar. So, he stares at you incredulously for a moment. You've... Everybody's dead? And with that, a just wave of silence just goes across the, um, the warehouses. Everybody just immediately turns to you. Something has killed all of the opposition. So you've... The various warriors of Clan Cold Streak, you've seen... You've, they're dead? Yes. So with that, there is an immediate uproar as people begin to finger point at one another, just blaming each other for this most heinous of deeds, presumably. Um, Solothime just stops for a moment, looking completely ashen before he... You can see him struggling to just kind of come to terms with that before he, I suppose, abruptly just shakes his head and then looks directly at you. I'm going to try to use performance to get everyone to shut up, like a... Shut up! Yep. A16. Alright. So your performance is going to be successful. What does Tinkrit do specifically? He yells, Shut up! Listen to me! Stop acting like a bunch of children! We need to act together to make sure that we get out of here. And your whinging will not do anybody any good. Alright, so the silence that follows is immediate and everybody just abruptly turns to your group. Solothime just raises an eyebrow before he inclines his head at you in a silent thanks for establishing order almost immediately. Alright, well, if that is the case, I believe that we may need to very quickly pass the city. This is... Uh, it might sound stupid, but I believe there's a fey out there. I suspect that they have drawn us into the fey wilds as well. And he goes silent as if expecting all of you to be surprised by this. Yes, we don't know what Didn't we tell you that? Oh, um... He then shakes his head. I apologize. It's... Uh... All right. So in that case, I think we need a new course of action. If we are in a completely different world altogether, then I believe that we should begin to pull our resources and find exactly what brought us here and convince them to take us back. Well, we have uh, a couple of powerful sorcerers. And are you not a wizard? I am... Closer to an alchemist, I suppose, with the mixing of potions and powers. Hmm. Do you have anything that might restore abilities? Do you make anything that may restore abilities? Uh, abilities? Abilities, yes. Party members. Revivification. Are you speaking of the strange illness that has befallen all of our men? Yes. Tell me of the illness. 
Well, it is, uh, many people have woken up feeling exhausted. Some of our men, and most notably our mages, have uh, reported that their uh, magical powers are much more limited than what they used to be. Uh, some of them have just outright lost some of their capacity for magical abilities, and even some of the more martial of among us seem to have lost either part of their strength, some of their durability, and... One could almost say that they're almost like novices now. Yes, that is it. It's not an ailment that I've been familiar with. I've been dealing, uh, investigating it on our downtime, but I've not really dedicated any direct uh, research to it. But if you believe that it is um, worthy of my time, then I suppose I will begin to dedicate my time to it specifically. Do you have any theories as to what could be causing it? Um, do we have... Is, is knowing that... Suspecting the bar a meta thing or not? I'm not, I'm not sure. That was a meta thing. Okay. Right. Um, no. We don't know. You guys might be able to roll investigation or insight for it at the moment, though. Well, this normally goes well when I do that. Somebody else want to give it a try? <laughs> um, yeah. I'll give it a go. I'll assist someone. I'll sit inside. Ooh, a 21 investigation from Rithgar, 25 investigation from Noloth, and 11 insight from William. I saw someone else's role of like an 11 or something. I was like, wait, hang on. What? <laughs> and, and You're like, oh no, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Wow, you rolled a three on that one, Addison. Wow. Yeah. Alright, so Rithgar and Norloth, the two of you pretty much exchange a look and a few things do begin to click into place. A few suspicious questions. The, um... How Puck always seemed to be in just the right area, just constantly confirming if everybody was all right, wanting to hear their stories, and even the prince commanding people tell him their ideas. It is with a feeling of dread that the two of you eventually come back to your idea that it is not just Puck who is possibly responsible, but the prince for whatever is befalling you. Sorry? We've yeah, got to find it. Yes, we do. We How long have have been gone? We have been gone. gone. Uh, three hours, like I've said before. Three hours. Where's, 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 the, where, where's, where's the armor? I've, I've, I've got, got it. it. No, where's our armor? Solothime just looks over into the uh, bunk area. Uh, let me bring up the map for this one again. We actually have a map for this one. Um, the artifact is currently surrounded by the children. The uh, prince left some time ago. I'm pinging the area on the map right now. <laughs> but uh, the children do seem to be fine. Um, we've been... I've currently cast a silencing spell over the area so that they're not going to uh, listen, be able to hear us at the moment. I um, do a bit of misdirection and tell the kids things and try and I steal the item. Alright, so you're going to go in there and take care of that? Yeah. Alright. So, 
Um. And the shrimp can help you do the dance. So I'm um, using the children while I do it. Alright. So, you are going to be able to successfully pocket the artifact of Clan Soulcling without too much of a worry. Um, are you going to leave anything in its place, or...? Yeah, yeah it's a bag of sand. In... <laughs> Fair enough. Quite a good Yes, that's right. Alright, so, what would the rest of you like to do in the main room in the meantime? Well, I think we need to... Um... I think we need to, 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 to set off after Cowpunk. I mean, listen to the name, Punk. Like, that should have twigged us that something was going on. Yeah. Well, let's do a classic fade name. Just take, <laughs> the, just take <laughs> the curve out of the first fucking letter. Well, we need to track this. We need to track the, the Michael and, and Cowpunk down. Um, yes. If, if, if his suspicions are correct, then they are the ones that can. Send us back to the plane where we belong. Yeah. Should we go through their stuff first and see if they're investigating for clues? Yes. Capital idea. I investigate their stuff looking for clues. Give me a second. But only once. Okay. So, as you investigate and apparently get an 11, uh, it looks like the items which have belonged to the prince don't overly provide much information. And even as you go through them, you see that there is very little to actually provide to you. It looks like there is a single change of clothing, which um, even as you look at it, uh, a little bit more closely, you can see seems to be wriggling with um, a few runes here and there. Um, it, it takes you a moment to identify it as being a shift weave, a basic magical construct. In addition to that, you are also able to find a few um, uh, personal items, just mainly in the form of food for both, but... It looks like whatever personal belongings they may have had in the area have actually been taken with their disappearance. It was, it was never, never him. him. He was, was in disguise the whole time. Right. That's not good. What, 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 I wonder what he's planning this. Well, where's, where's the, the one place, place if... if one of them was had ulterior motives. Where would they take it? My feeling is the, the peak of the of the castle. Why do you think that? I don't know. Just just a gut, just a feeling. You know, I have no reasoning. Let's ask the wizard. What? Where? where let's ask the wizard some other. If there's any relevant history about this citadel. Yes, we're off to other wizard. The Alchemist. Oh, yes. Doesn't have quite the same ring, though, does it? No. Um, what's Solheim? Solheim. 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 Tell us something of the history. Is there something that they would be interested in in the Citadel or the city itself? All right, let me very quickly bring up his stat block. Um, that one. Do, 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 do. 
and roll me a... Wow, I mentally blanked then. Intelligence check, that's the one. Getting an unnatural 20. Alright. So, Solothheim stops and it takes him but a moment before he frowns. There is nothing as far as I'm aware that would draw the Fae's attention towards the castle itself, but... My... If I had to draw a theory, it might actually be the Yolkain itself. Um, I suppose one of the opening <laughs> phrases of the Yolkain is that all those who prove able, uh, all those who are strong and worthy, may enter. So, if the Fae are taking that as a, I suppose, unintentional contract. Maybe they themselves have opted to enter the games in order to try and take Vaderland for themselves. Hmm. Well, they need two things, don't they? And the prince, or a princess, children, and an artifact. Yes, but we have the only children that alive currently, and both artifacts. It might come down to the rules itself. I do have a copy of these rules my, uh, here uh, in my belongings, but if I can go through them, I might be able to establish exactly what they are wanting to get out of this competition. But as near as I can recall, the only thing that is really important here is the artifacts. They are the uh, representative of the power of both of the clans. If they get a hold of both, then they win the contest. But therein, that could lead to our salvation. If they have accepted the terms of the contest, it may be that they have their own artifact that they have hidden. Hmm. So if we can capture They are simply tokens. They don't really have anything associated. At least that's what the assumption is meant to be. I can't really say what the uh, phase one might do, but at the very least, Clan uh, Solvkligs is just a pretty ornament, even though it is made out of precious material. Okay, what do you want to do, guys? Do you want to track them down? Do you want to try and find their, their artifact, the Fae artifact, and leave them alone once we have that, that we have control? Can we effectively win, don't we? I feel like step one is to find where they've gone. Maybe because at this part I've got no idea where to look for these artifacts. Yeah, I think we need to track them down first. I think the artifact could be where they are. Bless you. 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 Solothheim quickly moves off to the um, rest of the warriors to uh, begin to discuss strategies about what might be needed, or at least how to handle the Fae. Don't do that. Just concentrate on making your, your potions, dear boy, and try and work out how to make us healthier again. Well, if the Fae have access to the challenge, then there is some difficulty with us remaining in the web. 
because they'll know the artifact and the children are in the warehouse. Yeah. That is under the assumption that they are aware of where we are. Well, if it's the prince and the, and the captain. Hmm. As we suspect. I mean, we have cleared out the. Did we clear out the temple? Cleared out the the guild hall. The guild hall. But they also know we cleared out the guild hall. Is there a, a possibility that they have simply kidnapped the prince and they it has not uh, they did not replace him? Well, he was yeah. wearing the shiftweave. Well, shiftweave doesn't necessarily disguise you in its, in its entirety. Well, change clothes, but yeah, it's, it's not, not a disguise. But why would they have a shift like, like, and whose shift was it? Like, when we found it, was it with Kalpak or with the Yarls? I suspect it's Kalpak, or I mean, it's more Noka now on. Noka, yes. What's the first letter of his name? Yeah, oh, don't worry, I get it. It's just you know. More on the nose than usual. A little bit, yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write down the letter P and take the curve out. What's his name? Puck. Oh, it's Puck, is it? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he knows about the the great play by uh, Shake Elf. <laughs> Shake Javelin. <laughs> Why am I calling him Cowpuck? Vibrating Halberd. I thought you. I thought you were being rude. No, no, I thought his name was Cowpuck. <laughs> maybe, maybe you assume because his face is like a cow. I don't know. That's why you're going to be the first one to die. I like, I like to think you'd have, you think I'd have a better ability to insult someone just to have a cow in front of them. I thought you'd be funny because you know a puck is like a, a cowpuck is a. Is like a cow pat. I did not know that. Or a cow poke. Anyway, let's go find shithead in the prince. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both shithead, to be honest. Let's be real. I think it's quite likely. I think that knowing that, 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 that the young prince may have entered into a deal with the fate that he didn't realise the consequences of in order to win the competition. Hmm, maybe. Let's go. Okay, where did they go? Solheim or Soderheim or what? Is, what's your name again? Solstein. 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 Philistine. <laughs> Philistine. Solstein. Did they go to the catacombs? Is that what you're saying? They advised that he he advised that he would be checking up on you and the progress. So I, at least verbally, he advised he would be going to the crypts. But Riska, track him. It's going to look. It's only three hours. There's been no, not many people running around outside here. Because yeah, we stealthed it, remember? We stealthed it. Good! So. Sam, is anyone at the camp wearing distinctive footwear? Or they're all just wearing boots? Armoured boots. Nothing overly distinctive. I've got high heels on. I'm a little bit embarrassed today. <laughs> Do I find any tracks? And... Um, find any tracks? 
Alright, so with an 18, you are able to discover a set of footprints which seem to be analogous with um, the physical body type of both the prince and um, his bard. Uh, it looks like it is beginning to head up into the city itself, um, so vaguely in the direction of the... Whatchamacallum? Of the crypt. Right, let's follow it. We don't need anything here. Do we? No. Don't think so. No. Alright. Off we go. So, with that, I might end the session there. Um, yeah, Breeze just kind of looks up and says, I'll, um, I'll remain behind and see what I can find out about here. Um, no, you'll come with us. Mm -hmm. Don't we need it to work on the potions? No, that's no, no, that's that's Philistine. Philistine is going to work on the potions. Breeze, Breeze can come with us. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Seth is a fiction will have left by next Monday. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. Well, what For his sake, my brain sucked. Yeah. Just a little or, bit. Or should, should we do a should we do a, a long rest before? No, we should get it right now. Shouldn't we? Yeah, we need to go right now. We need to follow now. Yeah. Hey, on the bright side, you guys will be level four now. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that's nice. All right, so the breeze just gives a bit of a shrug and then a helpless shrug. And, all right, I'll come with um the crips. To the crypts, boys. He tries to uh, do a terrible imitation of Tinkrit. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, with that, we are, I think, finished for the session. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> um, would you like to nominate your MVP? Addison. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard note for me. Hey, I, I'm not the one that leveled down. The other person that didn't level down was was no off time voting him. Well, that well, yeah, that wasn't this session. Um, but yes, um, Norloff didn't fail in anything today. Yes. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Tune in, viewers, next week where Norloff cannot succeed at anything. Yes, but he should be rewarded for the day that he didn't. <laughs> Alright, well, if you guys would like um, Norloff to be the victor, um, how many votes do I have for Norloff? Uh, enough. I think enough. Okay, majority. Alright, so congratulations, um... Luke, uh, Norloth will be obviously getting the nat 20 added to your tally. Where are you? There you are. Bringing your uh, grand total of 0 and 0 up to 1 in nat 20s and 0 stored for nat 1s. In the meantime... Did I, did I roll that 20 earlier? Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you did. did. Sorry, my yeah, bad. I will add that on to two, because I am a derp. All right. Um, in the meantime, would you like to roll on the melee, magic, or rogue table? Hmm. 
I will go with magic. I am shook. Shooketh, I tell you. All right. Give me a quick second and let me bring that up. Do, 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 do. Mage table, hit me up with a D10. That is a one. Ooh, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, now he rolls once. Um, okay, so with that one, you have rolled something. I just don't entirely know if you'll enjoy it as an item. So... The item that you have received is the Sky Blinder Staff. You gain a plus one to bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic quarter staff. While holding it, you gain a plus one bonus to magic attack rolls. If a flying creature you see within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll against you, you can use your reaction to hold the staff aloft and cause it to flare with light. The attacker has disadvantage on the attack roll and must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or be blinded until its next turn. I was going to say, we're in catacombs, but we did have blind creatures in the catacombs last week, so that's not bad. It's like the most, the most fairy can fly, right? Yeah. That's my ability to. That is fair then. <laughs> Alright, so thank you viewers for joining in for us. I hope to see you next week as our uh, players need to uh, figure out exactly what the heck is going on as they are now in the Feywilds. So, tune in next time and we will find out. Have a good night.